Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Etc. 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 Podcast. I know we're coming off the Thanksgiving holidays and getting back into the groove of things. And I did have discussions over the holidays, which did lead into this week's topic. So today we will be discussing parenting and who's to blame. What makes a good parent? What makes a bad parent? What makes a concerning parent? And what makes a unconcerning parent? Of course, this topic could be explored from top to bottom, but I'll just point out a few things that I thought about this week with the discussion I had. We must remember that our parents and upbringing that we had was basically a type of situation where Your parents did the best they could with what they had. Now, let's be clear. We could all probably think of things where our mom and dad didn't do great at as far as being a parent. And this is from the child's perspective. However, from their perspective, maybe they did the best they could. For example, I grew up with a no-nonsense mom. No-nonsense, old school. I grew up, I'm from, born in the 80s, 80s baby. Very much bring good grades home. You have chores, make your bed up, keep your room clean. Do as I say, respect your elders. It was very much that in my mom's household. My dad, not so much. He's a little more lenient. I was his only girl, so dads tend to be a little more lenient. But my mom was a very supportive mom. I played soccer, I danced, I was involved in extracurricular activities. And she pretty much made everything, every performance, everything I ever had. My dad, on the other hand, could not. I remember being very young and having a conversation with my dad, and he told me he works two jobs. And I was old enough to understand what work meant and what jobs meant. So naturally, he couldn't make it to all my events and things. He did make it to what he could. But I never held that against my dad. I understood He had to work to provide in order for me to participate in some of those extracurriculum activities. Guess what? Daddy needed to work to help pay for those extracurriculum activities. And I understood that at a very young age because we had a conversation about it. So I never held that against him. So this brings about perception versus reality. Now, one could look at my situation as a young child and think, oh, her mom's always at her performances. That's great. Her mom's always supporting her. I don't see her dad as much. So perception would be, oh, he doesn't support her like her mom does. But the reality was something different. The reality was dad had to have two jobs to make ends meet in order to provide so I could participate in extracurriculum because we know extracurriculum costs money. Somebody has to pay for it. So dad and mom had to go half on a lot of the extracurriculum things I wanted to participate in. So again, the perception was maybe her dad doesn't support her or or not as around as much. But the reality was something different. That's why we have to be very careful with perception and reality. And this parenting topic 
touched my spirit because I do hear a lot of adult people talking about their upbringing, um, how they was raised, blaming whether that be mother or dad or whoever the guardian was for what they did have, what they didn't have, et cetera, et cetera. And you have the right to feel how you feel. But I would just ask that you step back and look at the bigger picture. Maybe that parent wasn't around as much because they wasn't in the best mental space to support you at that time. And somebody else was, whether that be the other parent or grandma or aunt or uncle, whoever could step up and support you in the way you deserved. And sometimes that's just not mom or dad. Or maybe they had to work so they could not make a lot of your events. Doesn't mean they didn't want to. It was just the reality of bills needed to be paid and things needed to be paid for so you could participate. So somebody had to work more. Or maybe there were there could have been a situation where the co-parenting doesn't run as smoothly and, and I'm, we're just going to be real. These situations do exist and they do happen. We know there are some great co-parenting situations and there are some not so great co-parenting situations. And unfortunately, when that child is in the middle of two adults and they're not able to get along, unfortunately, a lot of things can happen in those situations. However, I do believe in giving people grace. I do believe in hearing every side to the story. As I became an adult, I realized a lot of things I thought about this person or that person, maybe it was just a perception and maybe it was not the reality. Because when I sat down and talked to that person, I understood where they were coming from. So I challenge everyone who's listening to do that. If you're having a hard time accepting maybe your upbringing and how your parents raised you or one parent who wasn't there or wasn't there enough was there, or you feel like they wouldn't. Some parents can be there physically and not there emotionally. That happens too. So everything is not a physical. Sometimes you could be in the house, but emotionally you're not in the house. But I just challenge you to recognize your upbringing, accept that upbringing for what it is, but it does not define your future or your adulthood. Do not let what somebody did or didn't do when you were growing up Define your future. Let me be clear. You are the master of your own destiny. So whether mom or dad did everything right when you were young has nothing to do with your future. You can have a better future. You go on and be greater than whichever parent lacked being there for you. I know things like that still hurt. But I'm just here to tell you, don't let it define you. You be better. It should fuel you to want to do more and want to be the great person you can be. And also remember, one day you might be a parent. And let's see how you do. Because let's be clear, parenting is one of the hardest jobs on this planet Earth. A lot of people can make it look easy, but it does not seem to be that way. You're dealing with a young human being that you're responsible for, that you have to raise, feed, shelter, support emotionally and physically. 
deal with a lot of the mood swings the child will have over the years, a lot of the different attitude adjustments and changes that child will have over the years. I'm going to tell you right now, sometimes I, I sit up and laugh at some of the stuff I did when I was younger, and I pick up the phone and just say, Dad, I'm sorry for such and such and such. Because when I look back at it, I don't know how they dealt with me sometimes. I see the challenges now. I see it. Because now I'm around young kids and I, and I see things and I'm like, oh my God, if we were remotely like this, God bless you parents. That is not an easy job. I have a whole newfound respect for it. It's not. So I say this to say, give them grace. Give that parent grace. Because maybe they did the best they could with what they known. Sometimes we're just a product of what we saw. So if they saw a certain thing growing up, what do you think they have to pass down to you? If it wasn't taught to them, how they're going to pass it down to you? Now, I'm not making excuses, but you have to know that's a reality. Once you're an adult, you're responsible for your actions. Nobody else. In newsflash, nobody wants to hear about what mom and daddy did when I was five, when I was 10 and 11. They're going to look at you and say, what are you doing now to better your situation? They're not going to be concerned about my mama wasn't really there for me. My daddy wasn't really there for me. Don't get me wrong. I understand the frustration. But I'm talking about now that you're an adult and you're, you're now walking into your destiny. They're not going to take that as an excuse because they're going to look at what are you doing now to better your situation? I don't want to hear what mom and daddy did or didn't do 15, 20 years ago. I'm looking at you and seeing what you're doing. And again, remember that when you one day become a parent, you're going to want somebody to give you grace because maybe you won't do everything right. So a lot of times we do have to heal from our childhood trauma. I feel... Don't walk around in adulthood carrying that baggage. Release it. And this is not for the parent. This is for you. Release that baggage so you can go be great. That's what you should stay focused on. I know the world can be tough. I know you see things in sometimes wonder why wasn't that my story um, I know you may look at friends and associates and see they have supporting parents and I totally understand that but we all are dealt our own stack of cards so you need to make the best play with your stack please remember to heal from your childhood trauma do not let that carry on into adulthood I'm be the first one to tell you it'll hold you back from your own blessings. Heal from it so you can go above and beyond and be great. Whatever you need to do, whether that's meditation, counseling, whatever you need to do, heal from it. And have a conversation with that parent if they're around to have it. But you need to be willing and open to having just that. A conversation. You speak your piece and you let them speak their piece. You just might be surprised.
So this episode was just to put that little thought on your mind. Instead of blaming one parent over the other, let's just think about giving them grace. And let's just think about one day I may be a parent and I would want somebody to give me grace too. Because nine times out of 10, I probably won't do everything right. Just food for thought. All right, y'all. It's your girl, P. Nicole. I'll catch y'all on the other side. Peace. Thank you.